Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. Hello, my friends, and <laughs> welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. I'm your host, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang, and my tag team partner <laughs> is the most high, Chris, Yo, the one and only Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Reasonable Wrestling. Didn't know I was going to do that, huh? No, man, you, you definitely caught me up, guys. That was not on the run sheet, everybody. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to read on uh, the playback, but we'll figure For real. it out. Uh, welcome, Come on, welcome. you got to go with that sultry voice Yo. when you're going with that type of music. <laughs> um, so, this is Reasonable Wrestling. As he said, this is um, the most high Chris, as you can hear. <coughs> and uh, we'll hear my tag team partner, Chitty Bang, and we're back for episode nine. Episode nine, man. Episode nine. So we got a lot to unravel. Kick so we're going to start month. Let's go. We got a lot to unravel. We got a lot to talk about. So we're going to go get right into Let's it. Let's get right into it. And we're going to start with the Extreme Rules. Um, we're just going to do a little recap. Um, of Extreme Rules. That was Sunday. That shit started at like seven. What was it? Six, seven, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, pretty shows like six. Pretty shows, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we'll do a little bit of a rundown of that. Uh, we I went back and listened to episode eight. You guys should have listened to it. If you didn't, whatever, listen to episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um you are. When, so <laughs> um, I am the most high. <laughs> um, so we, um, I went back and listened to episode eight. I wrote down our, our quote-unquote predictions um, so we can come back and do a recap. We'll hit on what stood out with those matches as far as production-wise, um, the storyline of the show, um, anything like that. Right, and then we'll just go right into go our right regular into week. Let's see. What was the first match? Um, the, first match the first match was uh, Amos and Sankara. Amos won. Yeah. No, I didn't see that match. Uh, was it a necessity to see it? For you, I'm asking. I mean, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, big You're a huge Amos fan. I'm so surprised you didn't watch it. I am. I'm surprised I didn't watch it either. Uh, um, it was just so early Yeah. Um, in the show. So, well, Amos won. Thank I heard it was a good to, match. I didn't, to kind I didn't. of like, um, and speaking of written, we won't jump around, but Amos winning that match strong 
he was able to come back Tuesday uh-huh. with something that is yeah. my my high spot. Um, so I almost won that match. Sanity, we did watch Sanity yeah, in the day. Yeah, guys, we started. Um, that was a really good match. It was a good match. It was it was good for what it was supposed to be. Um, it was okay. And for a table match, it was so anticlimactic to finish. But, hey, it is what it is. Sanity won. They needed to win. It was a pre-show. I'm not going to kill it. I definitely, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to kill it. I would have liked for it to have been an elimination tables match. Yeah. But then you got a wrist injury of three people rather and than. And you got a wrist running into the run, show yeah. time, you know. Yeah, so. So you have to get, wrap up that up before the show starts at 8. And New Day, it hurts them none um, for them taking that loss. Point, nah. They'll be, uh, speaking of New Day, they will be. Our character spotlight. Look out, for uh, that. look out for that. Me and CT would do our research on each individual, and then we would do uh, a totality of them as a team. So we will cover our bases by having three white people as our first, and we will have three black <laughs> people three. as our second. <laughs> You're gonna throw three dot guys into one character spotlight. Looping. <laughs> um, so next up, I think um, I don't know in the match order. Um, it's just yeah, it's just talk whatever. About a, couple, a couple of stuff. Yeah, um, Alexa and the uh, Nia Jax. That match was really. It ended up being a handicap match at uh-huh. one point in time, and then it turned into like a off-brand tag team match. Uh-huh. It was. It was okay well, for I what just, it was. I, yeah, for it what was it was, okay. it was okay. Um, you got to get Nia to get her Yo, spots in. Was, I'm not Nia. Um, Ronda to get her spots yes. in over there, and I get what they're going for. I just didn't like the finish. The finish is just weak to me. It was uh, yeah, Nia losing the way she it was uh-huh. crazy, and I was just about to say what what I say. Yo was. Um, last night, uh, we came back from watching NXT, which we'll cover later in the show, too. I came home and watched NXT Brooklyn, and uh, the first one, okay. and the day they did vignettes of Naya debuting. Okay. Okay. Alexa was the uh, the Not manager like for... for Blake and Murphy. Okay. Like, man, wrestling was... T- 2015 was, <laughs> was lit. It was a good um, year. So, to see the trajectory of Naya... Um, not at the first NXT takeover or SummerSlam mm-hmm. paper or uh, weekend. That next year she's there. Twenty seventeen she's there. Twenty eighteen we kind of don't know where she's gonna be storyline wise. So yeah. it'd be good to kind of see the trajectory of her and see what's going on with Nia. Um, but we knew Alexa. <coughs> uh, as far as the mic work, when when she won the title, we knew she would be the one carrying this feud for Ronda. Absolutely. Um, so. She's a good foil. She's a good heel. Yeah. Uh, she she looks good as champion. She works well. Um, she literally should be scared of Ronda, which I think she is, mm-hmm. and it makes good for TV. So that was um that was that yeah. was that was that was extreme rules. Let's talk about the B team real quick. Oh yo, I think that was the yo. That was the first match. That was the first match. That was the first match. Yes, that was the first match. B team won that, and I, I I'm surprised surprised yo. that they were gonna win it. But that when they was, did win, I was excited. I was happy for them, you know? Um, they earned it, you know? Yeah, they... Bull Dallas and Curtis Axel. Michael McGillicuddy. Uh, Michael McGillicuddy, as <laughs> you like to say. Um, they earned Why it, the you know? Oh god! I don't uh, know. They, I think they're trying to rib him or something. Yeah, it, it gotta be. But well, his um, dad was one of the most famous rivers yeah, in the business. So. Oh, for real, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, all for, stories. For, for them, for them, for them winning, it's good. Um, I also believe it's good for they them have to a, a real um, corny, goofy vibe that it hits a pocket. 
that is so. Um, but it works. It's for, good for them, you know, because they know how to hit that pocket so well. It works for them too because I think there'll be great babyface champions yeah. to pass over for either revival or AOP. Oh, absolutely! Once we put B team versus AOP or revival to destroy them, or we'd love to get their first win because they're they're undefeated right now. Get their first loss. I mean, because. B team is undefeated apparently as a B team. Okay, so <laughs> so I got the um, let's go on. Yeah. I got the well, I got the um, I got the match order. Um, um, I got the match order. So we did Alexa Bliss already. So we won't. That was the tenth match of the night. So we won't have to go back in there. Uh, Bo Dallas was the first match. Uh, I mean, the B team versus Matt and Bray was the first match on the main card. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. That was our first. That was my first L of the night. I thought Corbin was going to win. I knew Finn was going to um, win. You knew Finn was going to win. That what? was, you know, nothing I, to say here. Yeah, nothing. That. Yeah, that match was that. Uh, Carmella beating Asuka. We both got that wrong. We thought Asuka was going to win. Um, Stupid. I mean, personally, well, yeah. I, oh, come on. Whatever. That should be on our. We don't Asuka have that. Asuka versus. Think about it. Asuka versus Becky Lynch at SummerSlam would have been. Fucking dope, but we're gonna uh, Carmelo versus Becky Lynch. Apparently, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That's why I, I don't have that in our. I don't want to kill it yet, but like I don't God. have it because I don't want to say it. I don't want to put it as my worst written. I don't want to put it as my worst produced. I just kind of want to wait and see. I gotta see because it's not as egregious. <clears throat> it's not as egregious as. On Raw with their women mm-hmm. division, yeah. as far as what they're doing with the secondary storyline, yeah. not their title picture on SmackDown is okay, because I think Oscar at some point in time will be Shinsuke esque when she turns. Well, my heel. point is that you get this girl an undefeated streak just to kill her off, like. Back to back to back. Lose to Charlotte. Lose to Carmella twice. Like, come on. When's the last time Oscar had a legitimate, like, big win? And it's like, you just got, this lady was undefeated. Undefeated. So it just kind of just looks, it seems to me unrealistic that she's undefeated this entire time for, like, two years, two and a half years. And then loses to three, like, back to back whenever she has on a big stage. It doesn't make sense to I, me. I understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Let's move on. Next was uh, Shinsuke versus Jeff, <laughs> which we both got right. We both thought mm-hmm. Shinsuke was going to win. <clears throat> and he did Goodness so. gracious. Handedly. I got a frog my throat. Excuse me, guys. Yeah. So, um, Shinsuke won. Uh, Swagamora. Swagamora yeah. is the new champ. That was, uh, it was six seconds, so we don't have to spend too much uh, time on that. And I was just going to tell you that I was tempted to make Swagamora my best written because he just performs so well with his promos. And with the limited English he speaks, he performs it well as a foreign hill. If you're, you're going to book a foreign hill, yeah. but I didn't choose him as my best written, but if you're going to book a foreign hill, Shinsuke is, is doing a great job. Maybe we can uh, maybe put a little dim light on him next week. Yeah, yeah, for real. With uh, <laughs> our new weekly segment we're going to yeah. be debuting later on. <laughs> so next we had uh, Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. Um, for what they did in that match, I, I was kind of surprised that it went on so early. Um, yeah. that spot is something you just don't throw on in the middle. I'm, I, I guess because they want to break it up, give them something big in the middle to like, like oh, you know, I guess, at the end, give them yeah. the main event. As far as the um, production goes, and yeah. the ebbs and flow of a show, yeah. I understand that. Okay. That 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 bump that Kevin Kevin always taking crazy bumps, but. 
Yeah, that bump is a risk. I was just looking at it, and it could easily slip off the cage, hit the floor. No, they had a they had a crash pad under um, under the table. Yeah, but if he slipped off the cage, because he's hang, you gotta understand, that, those are stunts. You know, those are stunts that aren't like you can't practice that. So you gotta gather yourself on top of the stage, make sure you don't just slip off and fall directly down onto the fucking mat, like you know. So that and then the bump he took on the the. Um, the table, it's, it's still a bump from high, you know, even with the crash pad, it's still high as hell, you know, so, um, I just think, I just give Kevin Owens credit for putting his body online the way it is, and... Yeah, Kevin's a true performer, um, as far as... Doesn't matter if it's a B pay-per-view, a C pay-per-view, the, the guy's gonna go out there. I mean, it's just, it's just in his nature from what he used to do, like, you mm-hmm. know, um, I, I didn't follow Kevin Steen early enough to be a quote-unquote diehard fan, but when I went back to research why he was such a revered signee when he got signed and everybody popped, um, as I did with Prince Devitt, you know what I mean? Because I, mm-hmm. I was, <clears throat> I'm not a tape digger, guys, uh, yeah. as far as when it comes to wrestling. Um, I wasn't watching Noah or Nova or All Japan or, yeah. you know, I, I didn't follow PWG, honestly. Either. Like, so... Yeah. When these these guys show up, I don't know. So when I go back and watch, I'm like, ah, okay, Kevin Steen is a bad ass dude, you know. So I'm invested already. His first programs with Sami Zayn, he kills his best friend his first night. I'm like, oh, he's a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, he's we a gotta psychopath. Get down, we gotta get down to so his character's probably down, down the yeah, line. Kevin, yeah, down the Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. We gotta get yeah. Kevin no one spotlight. Yeah. So to to and as a performer, like he goes out, he brings it every night. He um. He, he he tries to be a heel as much as he can be, but he's just he's just so, he's so good at what he does. He's so, so good. He's so over, yeah. You know. um, so we'll move on. Our, our uh, next match of the night was um, <coughs> Bludgeon Brothers versus Team El No. Um, it was exactly what I predicted it was going to be three <laughs> weeks ago or two weeks ago, where I said Daniel Bryan was going to work the entirety of the match, and if that was the case, they could have just gate. Listen, <laughs> oh, whatever. They lost. <laughs> It next was, match um, was Bobby. Now, before, before, before you go on to the next match, I want to give you your props for calling it, and because the angle it was um it was a nostalgia act, and it was a cheap nostalgia act because then now Kane's injured, so if that's what they were going for. It was cheap, and I don't like that, you know. Um, and I'm like, oh, Team Hanno's back. Maybe they'll you know do a little, you know, run and give some good segments or something at least so this cheap nostalgia act was just uh, a, a gap for Daniel Bryan to get to the Miz in, um, which SummerSlam we which, got really, which could have gotten you know, different match we could have gotten I don't, I don't give me fucking Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe Samoa Joe or something like that before I, I, it could be anybody you know um, it could have been something yeah but whatever but he got beat by two guys yeah the, the asset that you want to quote unquote <clears throat> protect and resign you say, hey, go get, get beat up and get, and get beat by two, by two, two behemoths. Ah, goodness giant. gracious. Next was Bobby and Roman. Uh-huh. Uh, you took your first. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, we, we haven't even been talking about. Oh, no, okay. So, Oscar, we, we, we lost. Shinsuke, we both got. Um, I, we both actually lost on Braun. Okay. Because uh, Kevin Owens technically uh-huh. you know, got tossed off the stay, off the cage. <clears throat> so. Uh, we both picked Bludgeon Brothers. Brother. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Woo! <laughs> I got the CT syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both picked the Bludgeon Brothers. That uh-huh. Say that five times. 
Um, and then now we're at Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Um, I picked Bobby. Uh, you picked Roman. Um, I guess we don't really necessarily have to talk about this match too much since we're going to get it again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Roman uh, can take seven F5s, and he can lose his, his move one of his own move. So that's one thing that's pretty cool. So that means the spear <laughs> is just completely just, over. Oh, the spear is the worst. It's the, it's the most devastating move in professional wrestling history. So All right, there you that's go. good to go. <laughs> uh, we already talked about Alexa Bliss beating Natalia because I was after the Bobby match. Um, next was AJ and Rusev. What do you think about this match? I actually kind of like the dynamic of it. Um, I th- it it delivered. I thought it was gonna be better. I, okay, yeah. I, I I did too. Um, but it was good. It was. It wasn't pass- bad. Yes, yeah. it was. It was definitely a three star match. Yeah. If I was Dave Meltzer or whatever, you know. <laughs> um, but I I thought it was gonna be better. But also, they probably got. Sh- Specific instructions. I don't know. You know, they. I. I don't know. I. I've heard people say that y- you get instructions not to tear the house down. Okay. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or which defeats the purpose of stealing a show if mm-hmm. you can steal a show. So I don't want to buy into that narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do want to to, to kind of say that maybe the layout of the match was possibly conservative to to save a little bit more if they wanted to revisit okay. that later. Maybe, so, you know, maybe. as far as logic I'll give goes, you that because it wasn't the main event. It exactly. wasn't the last match at least, but it was for the title. So give these guys something to go off of and, and work and give us something so we, so we, you know, wet our palate a little bit in the sense of like, okay, they did a little bit, but like, I think they come on, Rusev and AJ, they can do so much more. Um, I, I think they could have. I thought Rusev was gonna beat the shit out of AJ. Like, I really, thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a. I thought it was gonna more be, like a technical yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know? and and I I think Rusev is not per se built. But Rusev as a brute is the best Rusev that mm-hmm. we've seen. So and AJ selling as a babyface is one of the best AJ's. You yeah, know, AJ got in a lot of offense in that yeah, match. a lot. Way more than I thought he would. Yeah. Um, next but, uh, up, we got our, because we're about, what, 15 minutes into this Extreme Rules thing? Uh, yeah, uh, 17 minutes, 18 minutes. Um, so next up is the Dolph and uh, Seth match. Um, quick on that, we can just say, ah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was not as good as I thought it was going to be either. But... It was okay. For um, them to both be Shawn Michael S, that Iron Man match should have been booked Shawn Brett one fall. Oh, for real, man. Because how do you do 28 minutes on Raw, like I said, I and think then that you, you could, do one fall? I mean, a lot of people are saying they shouldn't have booked Drew into it, and I think that's a good thing, too. You should kind of mess it up. But I think there's a way to book Drew into the match so it makes sense, and then, you know, go... Banning Drew, just banning Drew from early the side. No, I'm saying if if they would have had Seth, if they did the swerve, which they didn't do, and then and then and then Drew gets the warning early by the ref, like, hey, you're not going to get it, and and they throw him out first fall, and then they draw tie. and they tie one yeah. apiece, and then Drew then comes just out, out to the next, yeah, the, next one, the last fall, you and know? he comes out and get a disqualification, like, oh my god, mm-hmm. Drew. You know, whatever. And then uh, they give the fall to Seth for the disqualification, but Dolph, Dolph gets one, back. and it's 2-2. Let's say it's 2-2 at 15 minutes. 
or, and then they and then the last by themselves, exactly you know, to tell them, that story to, to tear the house down you know by themselves that would have been dope but and then that way you do it and yeah you get a <clears throat> then they instead we got nine pinfalls in 30 minutes unbelievable shit uh, uh, so that was that uh, I don't I, that's there's not much for us to say because it was any kind of championship at the end of the pay review I think yeah it's so, so and it, yeah but, I, hey. see, I see main event and pluses mm-hmm. I see main event and um, Seth and Dolph and the, the the bad thing about it though from what I heard is that Vince wasn't at the show so having the having them to be trip, Triple H's guys and that match be lackluster it only kind of um, yeah Buffer is like the previous narrative exactly of they can't be the one the, the guy you know? so um, and then the, the crowd chanting during their match rather than being invested in the match kind of was something something so um what now, do you think about that though the chant the fans chanting 10, 10 9 8 7 every I think time. Is, I think is you know I think they're having fun but I think they are having fun um I also think production wise yet you kind of set yourself up for that one when you put the clock on the board um, also, I didn't think that the crowd would have did it for a half hour straight. <laughs> so they did though. But uh, you know, and <laughs> and I can't make an excuse because you bought the ticket, you knew you was gonna be there for four or five hours, but it was a restless show. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't. By that time, it, it they nearly, get to that match. They've been through eleven matches. Twelve. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, the main event your twelfth match. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. No match went over eight minutes um, until you got to Bobby. Bobby and Roman went 14, 15 minutes. And then uh, AJ and Rusev went 15 minutes. So you're telling me I've been there four and a half hours and I don't get ring work per Uh se. You know what I mean? So... um, it was an interesting pay-per-view. It was an interesting pay-per-view. Yeah. It was. Uh, and that led us into the week that was. So now we're 20 minutes into the show, and we can actually start our show. Yeah. So. Um, start with the high spot. You know, I want to, um, you know, how you say trickle in from, like, where we don't burn yourself like we did last week <laughs> with the blunt. Um, if you've been paying attention, we did, we did a Miss Character Spotlight. And we uh, that's up on the SoundCloud. It's up on Facebook. Check it out. And to piggyback off of that, I'm going to continue with The Miz and honoring him and his awesomeness with The Miz's right. funeral segment. Right. He did a funeral on SmackDown for Team Hell No. And The Miz is, is, is you know, anytime he's on the mic, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna show up and show people that why he's boss on the mic. But it's not only that, because I think a high spot entails... What, what, when I think of high spot, I think of it's writing, it's written well, it's produced well, and it's it's pretty much everything coming together, you know? So this this segment had everything coming together. It was written well, it was produced well, the guys were um, performed it well, everything was perfect. Um, this is our first time seeing Dan Bryan get a shot on The Miz. And God knows how long after Miz has been talking shit for so long and being this arrogant dude. Um, the, the whole thing with him saying that Team Hell is dead, his saying that Dan Bryan's career is not what it used to be, just adds a lot of layers. That like, listen, man, I'm going at every time, every, at every turn, 
Miz is going to take a shot at them, right, when he, if he gets a chance to. And at this moment, with Team Hell No, no Team Hell No losing at uh, Extreme Rules, of course the Miz is going to take any opportunity to piss off Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan fans. So uh, Daniel Bryan getting a shot at him from, from behind and just the brawl and him getting, getting away. The Miz is over here tweeting on, on Dan Bryan, like, who attacked somebody at a funeral? Can't you see I was mourning? Like, it's just priceless. It's just priceless. <laughs> Yo, but, what, I mean, Miz is a part of my, uh, a little drizzle of my best written. Just because um, he, he's he's good. Like, his movies may be shitty, <laughs> but he's good, man. Yeah. He's he's really good. Um, to piggyback off your character spotlight, that funeral segment was set up so well, and Corey sold his ass spot. off, yo. Oh, what'd I say? Character spotlight. Oh, shit. Okay, well, Miz is our character spotlight anyway. But to go off your high spot, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, to go off your to high spot, the Miz, that, that's, that segment was good. Corey sold it well. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan coming up, and, like, the fans genuinely were bought into this. Whoa, that scared me. Um, literally, were bought into that that segment. They literally were. Um, they were on fire, man. Yes. Yeah, shout out to the crowd and 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 uh, and uh, but not smack smackdown wasn't Buffalo, but I think it was in PA, Pennsylvania, okay. somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, and that man, and my high spot also happened on SmackDown, and it happened a little bit before that segment. Um, it was AJ versus Armis. Uh, that match, that segment, that setup, huh? Shit, I was gonna make this my high spot because, but I didn't want to be biased because these legit are my two favorite guys on SmackDown roster. So when you told me that match was gonna be on Raw, I mean on SmackDown, I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait, and it did not disappoint, and wow. I cannot wait to see more. Yo, um, having yo having Selena, Zelina. Uh-huh. As the mouthpiece for Almas, she's like, she's that like, like, she's that woman that gets her man in all types of fights. <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I mean? But Almas is that well, guy that just like he can back it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's 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 a great it's dynamic. It's a great dynamic. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect um, fit. She fits everything that he needs, and he yes. needs to be able to speak. And have and portray his character in a way, and she's that. And represent the hair. When you talk about representing the heritage, Mm -hmm. she does it well. He does it well. Mm -hmm. They allow them to kind of have that flamboyancy Mm -hmm. about the culture. Uh, You know, whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.
He's not too... He, he doesn't show a lot of his Lucha Libre style, but I think if they ever allowed him to get into a situation where he's in a U.S. title feud or something But like he does that, more than you see other people exactly. do. Exactly. You know? He does just enough to what your, what your, you know, your palate and what he brings to the table. That's why he captivates me in the ring so well. That's why he's my favorite guy in NXT for so long. That's why it's, he's my favorite guy on SmackDown because it's just the way he moves in the ring is just different. It's just different. And so, speaking of and speaking of um, how we saw AJ and Rusev, we thought that was going to be a better match because we thought it was going to be a lot more um, take from AJ. Um, the the back and forth between Almas and AJ works, yeah. because of the the size. Mm-hmm. They they're 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 com- they're very comparable when you look at their stature. So the but back Almas still took Almas still. You know, he could have won that match. Yes. That's how they booked it. Yeah. Almost beat yeah. AJ down yeah. most of the majority of the match. And AJ just happened to, you know, with his wherewithal and his, you know, his ring IQ to get him in a calf crusher. I'll do that after. Um, but he ended up getting in the calf crusher. And it was like, a, uh, you know, he just, when you when you watch the match, it's like, you know, Almost could have won that. And I like that they gave him a strong booking, put it that way. Because he's like... After months of just not using him, you know, all right, make this, show, show him some love, and they did. Um, so let's go um, down from our high spot to kind of um, our best. Our high spot is almost a derivative of our best written because it's it's kind of what captured us that thing of the whole week. But specifically, but specific, specifically writing um, is is what we talk about with our next segment. So best written. Um, we go and talk about um, me. What? My best written was the triple threat. Uh, Raw. Raw was written very well to me as a television show. Um, it was booked. It was booking well with both triple threats. They highlighted six guys that were um, extremely talented that can go. Um, and to see. Uh, shout out to Buffalo too, man. Uh-huh. That crowd was on fire, uh-huh. man, on fire. Um, but to see for those um, who don't know, you know, Chris lived in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Chris Buffalo. Is from Buffalo. Uh, so um, shout out Buffalo, man. Um, but to see Finn and Seth and uh, Elias and Bobby and Roman. Um, and well, it was a little bit uh, Elias, you know. They, I'm not gonna front. It's like to see them come back out, 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 you know, six guys come out back to back to back to back. It was a little bit, uh, what's the word for it? Redundant in a sense, because we've seen these kind of problems before. It's just I knew we we're gonna get it, but uh, I want to come up with another creative way to set up these big man matches or these big man setups. Um, to start the show, but as far as the television show goes, um, as simplest as that can be presented on television, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. without it being so ugly and so um, uh, quote unquote bloodthirsty as people wanted that Roman and Bobby feud to be, um, you can almost make a pass that it's fine that they do it repeatedly. Um, I wish that they. I wish that the six people had individual feuds. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like yeah. I, I wish that may have would have played a role into it. Uh-huh. But as a whole, um, the as far as this book, 
Um, I think the eight, whoever the agents were for the match knew what to do, mm-hmm. knew how to get I'll each give you that. person I'll give you over. That. The, um, especially the first one, Roman, Finn, and who was Roman, Finn, and Drew. Oh, yeah. God. That match was almost my high spot because that match was really good. Yo, and there were so and many small finishes. Drew looked good. Drew, Yo, Drew he, looked, he, he, did, he wasn't... He was out of place. Yeah, out of place. You know, I thought he might feel out of the element. You know, you got Fanny, you got Roman. They're big stars. Drew's, you know, he's he's coming up as a main eventer. Drew looked good. He He fit. Yeah, he fit. For one of the first times in, like, I've seen him, he fit in a match that was a main event scene match. He had main event matches in NXT where I was like, ah, I'm not so sure about you. I liked him. Never, Never thought he was bad. But this match, he really shined. And he had moments where I'm like, wow, all right. I can I can buy you as a main eventer. And then the second one with Bobby Elias and Seth, um, <clears throat> where you kind of almost thought when the Roman won, Roman won the first Finn. Listen, okay, so I I don't want to go too far into <laughs> it. Yeah. Finn, you were a freaking star, yo, dog. You're a fucking monster. Oh man. my goodness, yo, you were phenomenal. And Buffalo was super behind. I heard Westside gun in the back. <laughs> boop, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yo, uh, Finn, yo, Finn was so over, man. Yeah. The, the false finish is particularly when Finn was about to win. And, you know, Drew pulls him out. Mm. They, they were Roman, on their Roman. fucking... Ro- Roman pulls him out? No, Ro- Drew pulled... He was pinning Roman. And Drew pulls him out I the think ring. he did the coup de grace on Drew. And on Roman Drew? pulled him Maybe out. Maybe I'm mistaken. But whatever that false finish was, people thought that was it. Yep. People yep. wanted Finn. And Finn took the fall. Uh, yeah, he did. And so it was... And then... Um, and then... So Roman won that one. And we're like, oh, okay. So they can't do a replay of Bobby and Roman. Nah. So then it's going to be Roman and Seth. Which I will be super down for. I, I love knew it was be Bobby and Roman again. So, I knew it. But the, but they still were booked well. I mean, Bobby. Well, yeah, yeah, it was still you know Bobby worked. It was the, two matches with three guys giving people on the roster because it's a huge roster. Yes, he gave six guys time on Raw, so I think it was definitely booked well and it went in the sense that you're using your your roster to the best of its ability, you know, and you're seeing that you're making because for a roster that doesn't have a championship, yeah, they're gonna be six guys. They're gonna be like, yeah. I, I, I want, I, I want yeah, a shot. Yeah. You know, for so long they didn't haven't had somebody on the yeah. roster with the belt. You're gonna have six guys that can be like, all right, yeah, let's let's like give me a shot if there's gonna be some some shot happening. Um, so yeah, I, I hear I feel you what the um, best written for that. So what's your best written? My best written. I gotta go Ronda Rousey this week. Um, I think that they're booking her very well. I think her her suspension made sense, and then her coming back at Extreme Rules, you know, wrecking shop with Mickey James. Getting a little bit on Lexa uh, um, Bliss, uh, I think they're booking her as a as a force to be reckoned with, and I was worried that WWE was gonna ruin Ronda Rousey because she's from UFC and they might not they'll make her a soap opera gimmick. You know they they'll turn her to, to like light version of Ronda Rousey, but I feel like they've actually given her the freedom and the space to be a badass. In a sense, you know, and that's Ronda, what she needs to be. I think Ronda Rousey and that segment in particular, an extreme ruse was good, um, and I think Raw was, it was done well until it was overdone. If that makes sense, I gotta sense. tell you, I do have my gripes with the Ronda Rousey segment, but 
overall, it's my best friend because I think that overall it works for her. In my, when I'm gonna be like, if I'm being nitpicky, absolutely, I can be like, yo, this person was suspended. Why the fuck isn't security on her ass? Like, yo, you cannot jump the barricade. You're here as a fan, and there's no security. She's just wrecking shop, you know. But um, I still think that if you leave that out of it, this is how Ronda Rousey should be portrayed, and she's like a, a rebellious badass that doesn't give a fuck and. I'm down with it. So, when it comes to SummerSlam and Alexa Bliss, I'm ready to see Alexa Bliss get her ass beaten. I'm ready to see Alexa Bliss get her arm ripped ripped off her body. You know, so that's what I think uh, is beneficial to the way they booked Ronda Rousey this week and Extreme Rules. Well, I can I can agree with you to an extent. Um, so since that's your best friend. Um, I'm just gonna roll right into my worst written, which was Ronda Rousey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So since this is a quote-unquote reasonable show, uh, or logical show, she was suspended, and I know TV, you get the TV pop, the TV rating, Ronda's on Raw, I completely understand that. Um, The reason why I just said it's my worst written is just because... Um, of the aspect of the logic but behind it. Um, if if Rhonda Rhonda should be treated Brock esque, right? So that it was prolonged. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Written wise. That's that segment. That it was just it was extended and then um you know, to to carry over yeah, and Baron Corbin coming out, you know, it, yeah, it, it was it was a lot. You know what I mean? A little bit long winded. It was yes, and when when that and happens, then Baron Corbin's like, oh, where's my phone? Let me go back and find my phone. And it, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a little bit corny, a little bit long winded. Yeah, and when that happens, it takes away from yeah, it does because when Brock is a badass, it's immediately <coughs> yeah, we're, we're we're out there. We gotta control this uncontrollable. It's person. pure rage, pure chaos. There's no okay. Let's stop for a second and talk about what's going on. So here. Rhonda, and then my my thing is Rhonda. She got you, you. You got a hold of them, and then they got away from you, and then you're like, okay, I gotta come back for them. So you come back on Raw, and then you get them. Once you get them, you get them, and then what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you add an extra suspension. What you really want is the title. You put your title chances at risk. And this is me mm-hmm. being a nitpicky, but what I'm saying, the logic wise, like Rhonda, if you get in, you got to get in and get out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You yeah. got to make it almost like one of your yeah, fights. Yeah, like it's uh, one like, of your fights is like it is like like she literally is authentically mad, comes out, wreck shop, and then bounces. Or like, or it could have been I go to Kurt first and be like, listen, Kurt, I know I'm not supposed to be on Raw. I won't get involved, but what I need to be like, I need to get out. I need to get out, Alexa. You know, Kurt, me like plays the game like, yeah, you gotta serve your suspension, yada yada yada. Alexa, go cut some promo, say something off kilter, mm-hmm. and then it, she, it's straight she jumps out there. You gotta make it seem organic. If she's suspended, yes. she's suspended. Exactly, you make it seem organic, and they definitely um, missed on that. You know, so I, I hear, I feel you on your worst written being that in a sense. I don't think it's the worst written of the week, but I hear you. My my worst written of the week is once again. Sasha Banks and Bailey. God <laughs> damn. That Bailey segment with Kurt Angle was trash. It was utter trash. <laughs> Nigga, like, what is going on here? So are we booking a Sasha Bailey feud or are we not? 
like, can you can you see you you thought think back to like the NXT feud and the, what they said and the, what they talked about, even if they weren't the best performers. That's on the mic what made or whatever. me go back and watch NXT Brooklyn One. Yo, the feud, the feud, that that's Sasha the feud. Bailey feud. It was so good. Think about back to Brooklyn, you know, and what they did over there, and, and then how they built Brooklyn before Brooklyn. You wanted to see Bailey win. You wanted to see Bailey um, get her um, come up and you know get Sasha and and prove that she has what it takes to be women's champion. Um, you get none of that on the main roster here. You get nothing from no. this feud at all. It was trash. You have Kurt saying, hey, you know, uh, we settle things in the ring here, Sasha, Bailey. We settle things in the ring. But uh, last week you had him in therapy, you know? So you don't settle things in the ring, clearly, apparently. You, they just the logic in it just makes no fucking sense. Why are they just? And he said, "Oh, you're so valuable together as a as a team. Why are they so valuable together? There's no <laughs> fucking women's tag team division. These bitches hate each other. They should hate each other. The competition. Let them hate each other and let them fight and let them say, you know what? I'm better than you. Let Sasha come out and say, say it for once. Let Sasha come up and say it for once. I think I'm better than you, Bailey, and I will always be better than you. And let Bailey like, no, I'm gonna, I'm sick of this shit, and let's fight." Yeah, and let's I mean, build that, that would, towards be, that would be the most logical and reasonable yeah. thing in wrestling. That's to all do. you gotta say. It's a simple storyline. But now it's like, oh, Bailey, I loved you, and I, I always loved you. I think they're doing a lesbian mm. anger. But what the fuck? Why would they do a lesbian anger with Sasha and Bailey all of a sudden? <laughs> you think they would go with an? I mean, maybe they. I don't know. You think they would go with something like Sonya Deville to portray like a lesbian angle? Because I think Sonya Deville can come up as like a, a real G, you know, with she's a lesbian, a, you know. Mean, she's and a legit lesbian. She's a legit lesbian, you know. And she's part of the LGBTQ um, demographic community, and community. Yeah. I think that, you know, she can portray it authentically and she can, uh, you know. So I'm, I'm not sure if they're going that route. I don't think they're going that route. But if they are, come on, man. Like, don't cheapen Sasha and Bailey to some angle that you just want to tell because at this point, they go from beating the shit out of each other to therapy, talking to each other, to, being to now being a tag team, then, then, being, then being in love with each other. Like, oh, I've always loved you. What the fuck are you doing? Like, where is the actual trajectory, you know, building a storyline, reaching the climax bro, resolution? Bro, listen, where is it spending, going? You're spending too much time. I'm sorry, that. but it's... Listen, I told you this again. I told you this also two weeks ago. As long as they fight at Brooklyn, I don't care. As I, I don't care how we get there. Just how I said last week when I said, hey, Daniel Bryan contract in September 1. Hey, at least they got to get one of these feuds off. <laughs> I hope it's the Miz at SummerSlam. They're giving it to us. I, as long as it's Bailey and Sasha at Brooklyn, I don't do not care. No, I, I do care because I, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. I know I'm spending a long time. This, I do care yeah. because I think that story writing storylines affects the match. I think that writing a storyline can then play into the storytelling of the match. Yes, and you're I right. don't you're like the way they're, they're, they're all over the place right. with this. You're, you're, you're they're all over the right place with, with this. So and I'm going to end, end on that. And, and when we're talking reasonable wrestling and logical wrestling, that makes sense. The storyline plays. Because then you have a, a, a definitive uh, objective of what you're trying to cross over in the match as far as the theater telling of, uh, and, and portraying of what's going on in the character. So that's that's completely understandable. Uh, let's move forward. Uh, we, we're kind of riding through here. Um, 
You're running kind of long, but let's go. No, we're right. We're we're good. We're good. We're. Okay. I mean, shit. Listen, it was a. We had extreme. Yeah, rooms, we, we had, had raw. Yeah. We had NXT. We had two hundred five live. Uh-huh. You know, it was. It, we had a lot to talk about. So, um, next up, uh, speaking of NXT, uh, my best produced of the week was the Velveteen Dreams vignette. Uh, the Velveteen Dream experience. Um, of course, it was a little bit over the top, but by but me, being, be. me being the editor and me being a producer of, mm-hmm. of, of 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 things for MLW and seeing how stuff comes from what you do to what is seen, mm-hmm. that had a little to, bit more that, better, no, yeah. no, but that that had to been fun, yeah. And as an editor, oh, okay. that had to have been fun, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, you pick the like if I get the, when I get the footage and I drop it and you look at it mm-hmm. and I sync. And 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 I, I sequence it, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, this is the soundtrack for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has it to had be to fun been, it had working been with working a double with team dream. dream. And so saying, as far as right, production guy, aspect, yeah, because his character is so flamorous, yeah. super, super dramatic, you know, super over the top. So it's like, oh, I can I, I can definitely you know have fun with this guy and have fun with editing for him. You know when he says um, ambiance, you know atmosphere, and then the smoke comes in the light, you know, <laughs> and it's like you know lights, and then the light comes on. And, and you only got one color scheme to work with. Yeah, purple, purple. That's purple it. and black maybe. Yeah. Purple and white maybe. Uh-huh. A couple fade outs. Uh-huh. Like it was like production wise, like by, it like gives pro- you a type of vibe, and that's what I miss in the old days. They will give they will give you a vibe with the character. In a, in a solo promo that's like, okay, and you can immediately get it. So if you've never seen Double Team Dream before, you can you get watch it. that you promo, yeah, you can that, get it. That, because that, yeah. it gave him, it, yeah, gave, it. It, it gave his kind of history almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He talked about his takeovers. He talked about wanting the spotlight. He talked about being, like his catchphrase is dream you know, over. Dream over. Dream, like because we was at NXT mm-hmm. uh, for the taping that they're doing for Up Into Brooklyn. Bro, dream. Patrick Clark, fam, listen, Patrick Clark, dog, you are one of the best sports entertainers, performers that we will probably see in our next upcoming generation. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big statement, but I honestly feel you on that. Yo, he He has has it. it. He has it, and he's only 22. Yo, he has... The way the crowd reacts, reacts to, to him, he can have it in the palm of her hands. Like uh-huh. he was, and then he was off the cuff with the. Yeah. Oh, let's not even talk yeah. about it. But he was off the cuff, yeah. he, you know, with yeah. the fans responding to the fans. It reminded me of like what The Rock used to do. Yeah, Pat, you know? yeah, Pat, Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, um, just that gimmick itself. He he's he's immersed in it. Uh-huh. He he accepts it. He knows you what it tell, is. Like, he, like you know, you can tell before it comes out there. He has a switch that he just turns into Velveteen Dream. Yep. He doesn't. He's not Patrick Clark anymore. When he comes comes out past that yeah. curtain, he just completely is gone. And Velveteen Dream is now there. And that's so, the complete opposite of what we hear when people say like your character is yeah. ten times of what you are. I don't know if Patrick Clark is Velveteen mm-hmm. Dream, but what I'm telling you is as a method as a method actor that if he's the opposite of that. He is it he when is the it. lights are yeah. on. You know what I mean? For real. Um, another spoiler alert. Uh, uh, two guys that has it. that Ricochet and Adam Cole. Yeah. Christ <laughs> almighty. <laughs> I mean. The roster is stacked. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. The roster is stacked. NXT is But here's the thing lit. about it. I'm going to say something real quick. 
NXT, just because NXT is lit doesn't mean that these guys are going to be good on the main roster. No, but they will. What I'm saying is NXT, what, what, Some, I'm, say, what I'm saying is these those three guys that I just mentioned, they are. In particularly them, yeah. Transcending superstars, bro. I, listen, I've been watching wrestling. I'm, I'm 28. Compre- comprehending wrestling probably the last maybe five years. And as far as, you know, really, really learning the business, I would say probably the last year and a half, two years of understanding what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What makes it, you know, kind of, you know, production-wise and, and, and as a superstar what it's, and everything like that. You know what I mean? Like, but Ricochet with his acrobatics and his looks, Pulse, he, that's the main roster talent. Bro, the minute Adam Cole steps foot on the main roster and Vince sees 60,000 people say Adam Cole, baby. It's a wrap. Rap. <laughs> rap. And when Velveteen Dream ever makes that raw appearance and the crowd pops for hearing, and you can imagine, yeah. listen, yeah. Velveteen is going to, I can already picture it. He's going to, he's going to appear on a raw. I'm, I'm stating it now. Velveteen dream on a raw after WrestleMania. I mm. don't know which WrestleMania it would be. And maybe upcoming next year. Yeah, maybe. I think so. I can just imagine he has a show out match at TakeOver. It's his farewell match, or it mm. may not be next. It may be next year. Yeah. Um, yo, yeah. Velveteen Dream in New York. In New York. And, we, and we gotta be there. Yo, <laughs> yep, I'm there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to Brooklyn, and then I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> That's it. There it is. Yeah, um, I, I can't miss that. Yeah, I would like to see him debut. Yeah, there, you I, know? I, I, I see Velveteen as a really solid IC yes, champ. Yeah. Like for like a long Dog. time. A flamboyant. Oh, oh man. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, let's just, let's yeah. I'm gonna well, pocket yeah. this one for my character spotlight down the road. Yeah. I'm gonna come back to my archives and be like, I told you. <laughs> I told you guys. Um, so, right, so that, that was my, my best, best produce. That was my best produce. So go to your best produce. I'm gonna talk about real quick uh, the Viper. All right, Randy Orton. So, Randy Orton used to be like my favorite wrestler, you know, and I think Randy Orton. The way he moves in the ring, the way he he, he is, it's a, he's very unique. There's nothing like a Randy Orton. He's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, Randy Orton is only Randy Orton when he is a heel. He's only at his peak level when he's a heel. Shout out to Randy Orton, too. He created my favorite character, Bray Wyatt, when he punted Husky Harris in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Actually, a little bit of your fan fiction written in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so seeing him come back at Extreme Rules, uh, you know, stomping him in the nuts, stomping Jeff Hardy in the nuts, I was like, all right, so he's he's healed now, right? Is he going to have to knock him more? But I, I was confused. Um and I then you see him on SmackDown. He shows up and he attacks Jeff Hardy again. That's the Randy Orton I want to see. The Randy Orton that just does shit because he can because he's Randy Orton. The sadistic status Randy Orton. And I think that they produced it well because how are you going to get Randy Orton to get that that 
that factor of ill. Oh my god, you know, oh man, he's sadistic. After he's been faced for so long, yo, the shots of people a- in the crowd, yeah, genuinely so, scared as bleep that he's about to rip, rip Jeff, Jeff Hardy's, Hardy's ear, ear off. off. Yeah, he put his finger in Jeff Hardy's, you know, gauge, uh, gauge, gauge hole, you know, and he just pulled and pulled. And he says, you don't want to know why I'm doing this. You can hear it on the camera mic. And I just thought it was very, very well produced. You, you got to see Randy Orton in his element back to being this um, sadistic guy, you know, the guy who DDT Stephanie McMahon in front of Triple H while he was handcuffed to the ropes and then kissed her right in front of him. That's the sadistic guy we, we want. And I'm so happy to see him back as um, that heel character. You know, um, people say Randy Orton... He's a legend killer, so right now he should be killing himself. <laughs> so, because he's a fucking legend, and he will always, and you know, he's brutes. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a fucking <laughs> legend, <laughs> for real. So, um, just to see him come back and do that, I thought was well produced, and I'm that curious a, to see where it goes. I'm curious to where it well, goes. Well, I think Jeff versus Randy will be good. Um, honestly, I think because Jeff took the title off of Randy, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen Randy <clears throat> versus AJ, have we? I think we've seen it on a SmackDown. I remember when AJ did the fake, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He went for RKO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So it was like a, they did it on SmackDown, but they haven't done a program together. And I think I think that will be kind of a nice filler program for mm-hmm. AJ. After SummerSlam, uh, maybe? After SummerSlam. Speaking of that, um, did we... F- I, uh, wrestling blends together. Who Who's his next opponent? Do we, we don't know? know. He just faced Almost and that was it. So I think it's going to be Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe... To beat the shit out of Ty Dillinger Oh this my week. god, yo. Samoa Joe. <laughs> He's a fucking AJ badass. AJ Styles, SummerSlam. Uh, I need yeah. to see. That, they have to book it. They have to book it. All right. That's that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. So yeah, Randy um, Orton, uh, my Hilton was my best produced this all week. All right, so uh, but if we have a best produced, we have to have a worst produced. Speaking of Jeff Hardy, you know, he was my worst produced. <laughs> uh, just go. Let's, let's just start. You can't open the show... And give Jeff Hardy a mic. You can't open the show and give Jeff Hardy a mic. (laughs) Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. What did he say? Don't get me wrong. The, the, the paint. Enjoy the show. The, <laughs> the paint. I loved it. The paint the, and the, the image. And the, the, eyes, yeah. and the contacts. But the everything. way he performs his lines is so deadpan and so, oh, Jeff Hardy, come on. My heart was broken. broken. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that was, uh, that was bad. 
that it was that you know that and he's bad. throwing in the obsolete he's throwing in uh, uh, he's throwing in the so are you Willow are you Brother Woken, Nero yeah, are you uh, Woken uh, Broken Jeff Hardy what are you man um, classify myself as obsolete I mean you know so I, I get Jeff Hardy is gonna make money and that's why he's there it, so cause Jeff Hardy makes money for whatever reason his image his vibe his, his work in the ring he's he's built in a body of work that people just love him when kids see him in the paint and they see the the lights and the guy diving and doing flips and all that stuff even though I don't like his in-ring work I get why kids like him and he makes money but do not put him on a mic again like just don't put him on a mic especially to open up a show he's not one of those guys well I'd rather have Jeff Hardy on the mic than have Kevin Dunn be the director for I mean listen (laughs) Bam. I'm a up and coming film guy. I don't know as much as you do. But I do work for the guy that trained you, okay? I work for Nelson Swagler, all right? Uh-huh. I don't think he taught you to do as many cuts as you're doing on television. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, I aspire to be you, bro. You have stock in WWE. You're the vice president of television, I believe. Television production, I believe, is his title. Like, he's literally been there for like 30 years. Yeah, shout out Kevin Dunn. Shout out Kevin Dunn. But, dude, you killed me during that (laughs) Almas AJ match. And I love Zelina as anybody else. Who who, who shouldn't? But you couldn't. Every seven seconds to Zelina Vega, nigga. I wasn't, I wasn't complaining. Bro, I'm, listen, I'm not... Okay. <laughs> As you say that, <laughs> you're the best producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, You got man. Zelina, you got almost, you know, they have their little thing and... You gotta build. You gotta. You know. You gotta. You gotta, no, you gotta I, I, she's part of his. He's part. She's part no, of him. My worst. She's, my worst produce really is just the camera cuts. Like in general, you know, okay. in general, it's, there's a lot. I, there's I, a lot I, of things that were missed. There are a lot of even, things that were exactly even in the mid segment. Yes, the funeral. There were when, certain when things. When Daniel Bryan flipped the table yeah, over, like you missed. missed. You missed it. Um, you you you, you um, get back to the essence of just staying on something just a hair long and again yeah, just a hair long yeah. I'm I don't know I'm, as I don't know an inkling as much as what you know but I do know as a viewer as a consumer production wise noticing that you are missing spots because you're cutting and too it happens much. every week it happens every week. And so that I that, know you can't get everything, but there's certain things that you got to you get. Have to, if there's, bro, a, if like there's even, an Adam Cole bro, baby, Adam, you gotta yo, get an Adam Cole baby. I was Cole just baby. about to say that the, the NXT takeover, uh-huh. like Adam Cole at the top of the ladder, man. Like you have to get that when uh-huh. he grabs the belt. You uh-huh. have to get the celebratory on the, hard, on the hard camera. Like you don't cut from that as a director. You don't cut from that. Um, so anyway, uh, that that's not me so much shitting on stuff. It's just. Me noticing something and 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 that that's that that was badly produced. Uh, it was it was badly produced. So, um, that Almas and and AJ and and pretty much in general, just the camera cuts. So let me get into our new segment for the. Oh, show. you're going to introduce that? Yeah, I I'm going to introduce. No, no, you want confidence? You can Yeah, I, I want to introduce it. Oh, here we go. Because here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I can You know, every week there's so many things you want to talk about. There's so many things that. We want to touch on it. specifically about certain wrestlers where we're like, man, they did a good thing this week, but we just don't have time to fit them in the show. So we want to do a real quick snippet 
a little spotlight on it. Put a little spotlight on it. You know, not even a spotlight. Let's, let's call it a flashlight. A little flashlight. A little flashlight. A little so it's going to be a flashlight. It's going to be a character flashlight. A little offset to on, our character spotlight. Yeah, it's going to be a character flashlight on a specific wrestler. Every week, we're going to pick one wrestler, character flashlight, on what they're doing and saying, hey, um, that we picked out. It's like, hey, they did. And we want to just highlight you, yeah. Great in ring, ring work, yeah. you know, great character. So we're, we're just going to go and pick one wrestler every week to say, hey, we see you. And um, um, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll go ahead you already, and start. you already yeah. talk, talked about the guy a little bit earlier. Yeah, I, yo, my character flashlight of the week was Finn. Uh, Finn Balor, Buffalo, loved you, Doug. Shout out to, I mean, I guess maybe it's your relationship with Westside Gun, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, off the top rope like Finn <laughs> Balor. Uh, no, but Finn, you were over. You worked fantastic last week. Um, you had the crowd in the palm of your hands. Look, man, you work well. You look good. You have a great entrance. Your music is dope. You have a great he done, passion. He's doing, like, he's doing everything right. Finn Balor is doing everything, everything right. right. The booking may be whatever, but he's doing everything right. And, and I'm you're telling standing you, good graces because yeah, he will get his time. he'll get his day. People who are Finn mm-hmm. Balor fans, don't front. He's gonna get his day. Because he's putting that work in. And Vince sees it. Vince, look, well, listen, when Vince has to cut that royalty check out for uh, uh, merchandise, mm-hmm. he knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows who's over. Um, but my character flashlight, just a little, um, just a little, a little ode to you, Finn. Um, you are doing great. Um, my little nieces and nephews love you. As grown men, we boss, love you. We love you. But we 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 really do respect uh, the craftsmanship that you put into what is professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And down uh, the line, we gotta do a character spotlight on you one day. Uh, that will happen, bro. Uh, you're the inventor of the Bullet Club. You are the original, uh, yo. When we're OGBC? talking OGBC, OGBC, dog, yo, he is the originator. He, he is DBC, D-B- <laughs> yeah. the father, the father, the patriarch, yeah, the, the, patriarch, the patriarch of the, of the Bullet Club. You know, yeah. um, so just you know, we'll everything, get to you. everything that we love about professional wrestling, like everybody want to talk about NJ, uh, and shout out to New Japan. Um, who's doing great work with the uh, G1. Uh, me and CT are kind of behind, but we'll catch up yeah, we'll on catch it. Up. Um, really, we just want to... I know that we probably should be watching uh, earlier matches, but honestly, I just want to see Kenny and, uh, and Ibushi. I'll figure out who got points and whatnot, who's leading. I know Jay White yeah, beat, It's so hard uh, to follow Okada. this thing and watch everything yo, in wrestling yo, so much. It is, but it's, it's good, though. It's good. So it's we'll, good. we'll catch up to yeah. it. Um, I, I think that Okada and um, I think Okada um, and, will win the A block, and I think that Abushi um, uh, um, will win the B block. Oh, that'll be and a hell of a So Okada Abushi to figure out who faces Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Mm. Um, that'll be a great. I that'll think be, that, that's, that's my high take. That's my hot take for the G1 yeah, real quick. She's winning that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but to throw into that, like, so as far as everything. We love about wrestling, the Bullet Club, Young Bucks, uh, New Japan. Uh, that all started with Finn. Yeah, you know what I mean, Prince Divot. You know what I mean. So, um, just a shout out and a highlight to him. I know this is supposed to be quick, and but this is my first one, so yeah. I just wanted to give a little bit character shout out. Flashlight. To him, there you man. go, man, Finn Bella. Uh, so I'm gonna go to my character flashlight, and it's literally a flashlight because this guy's flash. He's like lightning, lightning quick. <laughs> you know, let's talk about that segue. Um, let's see. Um, it's gonna go, I'm gonna go with Leo Rush. Leo Rush on 205 Live. 
he's just fucking cocky, arrogant asshole. You know, he just, just comes across as this brash dude who is is having fun with his fucking gimmick. You know, I appreciate that you you see him go out there. He's having fun with his gimmick. Um, he had this match this week with uh, Kira Tozawa that I think he played the role perfectly of the you know uh, you know cocky dude at first who feel the rush you know who got overconfident and then he lost his step and then he managed to pull out the win in the middle of the match he's over there hitting the what do you call it, the in my feelings challenge <laughs> the Keisha do you the love Keisha, me he hit Kiki well, he says Keisha in the song oh, too says- <laughs> he says Kiki first then he says Keisha later on Kiki. Do you love me? Um, like he, he's hitting that dance in the match for us. He hits him with something. The shiggy. Like a, uh, the shiggy. Yeah, the he, shiggy um, dance. he did like a hurricane thing. He did the, the hearts and then he did the driving thing. <laughs> so I think that he's having fun with his character and that's what's going to make him pop. Uh, on 205 Live, he's one of the guys who I think gets it and, and he's, he, he, you keep people can tune in to watch him because they're like, okay, what's this? I want to see this guy get his, get his, you know, he, he, when he's, Talking all this shit, I want to see him get beat up. And he's but he's lightning quick and he's fast. And I want to, and well, speaking of Leo, um, we haven't done one of these in a while, so let's just go ahead oh, okay. and rehash something that we um, that we probably will end up doing weekly. It's our booking black segment. Uh-huh. All right, so um, let's just go ahead and book black. You know, and this is a freestyle right now off the cuff for Leo. Um, we we put in a run sheet that we were going to talk booking black, but we didn't talk about what we're going to say in booking black. So. Um, but I think all of us would kind of like to see if Cedric can hold on to the title and maybe get a Leo Rush and Cedric Alexander feud I'm going I'm going to tell possibly. you right now. Um, I don't know if it's Cedric's performance or the writing they're giving him or, or the booking, but Cedric has been a disappointing champion mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. to me. Uh, I think he's... I, we are not... Fin- First of all... A booking black... We're not going to start a booking black segment on a negative... St- comment about um, a black, black superstar <laughs> but i'm just being honest i'm just being honest i think that he's a great talent he's one of my favorite talents on 25 live honestly i'm not sure if it's stuff they're giving him but to make 205 live the best it can be you gotta put on somebody like either leo rush or buddy murphy those two guys those are two people that i think you that- can't say you can only have to put it on those characters when you actually haven't necessarily gave it a chance to like expand, almost you there's know no I mean? character development with Cedric. It's no character development. He's like, who's who am I facing now? Oh, I'm facing this guy. Okay, I'll, no, 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 I'll face no, 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 no. That's, that's not all it is. That's not necessarily all it is, though. And you can't say that that's all it is. What you really have to understand is that they're trying to book a champion that is accepting to all challengers, right? Yeah. So with that being said. You have Hideo Itami who considers himself to be a badass. Oh, you a badass? You're not really a badass because you don't have this big-ass purple and silver championship that I have. You know how I got this? At WrestleMania, dog. You know what I mean? Like, and he should be saying that on, on air. Well, I understand that, but and that's let's not go, Cedric. But it's Cedric. We're talking about Leo Rush, Thank though. you. Thank you. Know, yeah. Leo Rush kept, so let's um, go with Black. something more positive yeah. with Leo. I think Leo and I think that'll bring each other. I think that I think Leo's swag can bring something out of Cedric. Cedric. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I want to see that. Just, that that Because I think that will be a great angle with Leo's cocky arrogance versus Cedric's poise and confidence. Yes. You know? Um, I'm not sure if Cedric needs a turn or something, but I don't, I don't think he needs a turn or anything. I just show him 
Show who he is. Show him a little bit more attitude. And I think Leo can pull that out of him. And I don't necessarily you know? think he needs uh, too much attitude. I do think that he does necessarily have to come out of the cookie cutter baby face mm-hmm. that they put him into. WWE also has a, a tendency not to know how to book black people in general. And it's in yeah. general so, so if you're a face black person, you're just like generic a face. generic face. You know, just generic. Like Apollo oh, Crews. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And and I think that's where Cedric is in. You know, he's in that purgatory right mm-hmm. now where they don't necessarily know how to accentuate what, um, hot, you know, uh-huh. what what is Cedric Alexander. And we know Cedric and his personality. Think, hey, shout out to... Because in ROH, people love that guy. Shout, out, he, to, shout out to Real Life Cast. I think uh, him being a writer there for WWE, black writer, mm-hmm. I think he'll have some type of influence uh, they already call him Cedric and he looks like a Google real life cast, Google Cedric Alexander, them niggas is twins. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they'll have some, but I think that Leo Rush, um, I don't know who has influence with him. Um, but and and I, I don't, but I know that him being twenty three years old and him being year old as, piece of gold. Him him being Leo as, Rush. as as athletic as he is and as um he's he's he is in a way a some a wrestling savant because he has the sports entertainment as, aspect of it. He has the athleticism. Uh-huh. I mean granted He 20, did amateur wrestling. Amateur wrestling. Like he's twenty three is very young. Yeah. But you he know? has a character. And he yes. does like pop off your screen. And you know, Millie hates him. You know, she sees him on screen and she cannot stand <laughs> Millie him. Millie hates him. My, my girlfriend Millie, she she just cannot stand the guy. So that is what he's trying to get out of a person who watches him. And he's hitting it every single time he's out there. And that's dope because as we have our novice... But here's the thing. With booking him, mm-hmm. I'll say this. I do not want to see him right away in the title picture with Cedric. I want to see him get another feud before then. Yeah. Maybe a Mustafa Ali. He needs to go over another big face. Maybe and um, Mustafa Ali, maybe I think they would have a great match. Him and Mustafa, I think him and Mustafa would. Um, I think, right? I think, as um, I think, as as they develop, I think Gulak and Cedric is going to be in at SummerSlam. uh So, I think, with that um, being said and done, having Leo Rush against a, a baby face like Mustafa would. Possibly get the heart and soul, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of NXT having Leo Rush come at him and be like, eh, "You're not, you're not nothing." Yeah, you're not you're really not, the heart. You're yeah, not, what makes you the heart? What makes you? You're not. Uh-huh. You're not. You're, you're not, not the, Leo you're Rush. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're not Leo Rush. So, um, so he's um, a real piece we'll, of gold. we'll be looking out for sure for Leo Rush, and mm-hmm. I think, especially after the whole thing where he put his foot in his mouth and he said that shit about you know Oscar, you know, I guess he wasn't ready for Oscar by Emma. He's he's re- he. I think he rehabilitated his 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 image, and people are seeing him now. And once you because once you put him on screen, the guy the guy has it. He has he has a character, and he has um. So especially when he's moving in the ring, he is legit. The Flash. He's you, legit quick as fuck. You know how he rehabilitated himself by actually working. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. He he allowed himself to put some of that stuff, the negative stuff, to the side. And mm-hmm. he allowed himself to just put his head at twenty three. That's what I'm saying. Maturity wise, as a black guy, yeah, especially in this business, you know what I mean. Like you, you're not walking on eggshells because they kind of 
want you and need you and they want to put you on this pedestal and put money into you if they weren't going to use you. But don't get me wrong, they will clip you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But for for Leo, yes, yeah, you know, but for Leo to kind of correct himself and for them to give him that opportunity again and be like, "Hey kid, you're about to get a spotlight. Show us what you got." And he goes out there and he nails it. That's that's commendable. That's mm-hmm. very commendable because um for one, a lot of us we, we do get we do get second chances, mm-hmm. but it's it's very micromanaged. Yeah. And I don't believe that he is in that kind of realm where he's micromanaged. I think yeah. he, he's able to have fun with that character. Mm-hmm. Um I think even in Ring he has liberty to do a lot of the stuff that makes him Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Um so to see him he's in such trash during yeah, his match, he's yeah. doing dances. Yeah. And he yeah. just comes off as a guy who's a douche. But you can't. But you. But you can't. He's Deion. He's really Deion Sander esque. Oh really? I, I, I you know think, what I think is Deion Sander next? Monte, my um, uh, MVP? No, not, not oh, Montez, Montez Ford. Montez Ford. Yeah. Yeah. He's he. Nah, nah. nah I, don't, I don't think he's. I MVP. think he can hit that vein. And when you turn him against, I think you should turn him here. When he turn when, him, when he turn him, he's gonna hit that yo, vein. Book and Black, yo, look out for a street <laughs> profits. Book yeah, and we Black, saw them yo. last night. They were on fire. The yo, fans love them too. The crowd loves yo, the street profits. Street profits are yo. dope. But yeah, that's my that's my um character flashlight of the week, Leo Rush. Keep doing your thing, bro. Shout out to you. And um with that, so we we went on ahead and did a um a quick booking black segment, uh merged in with the character spotlight. Um so yeah, we're gonna go black, yeah, but yeah. Our, our character flashlight. flashlight. My bad. Uh so with that we're gonna go ahead and move into our business and logic. Um, kind of blending everything together, booking black business and logic. Uh, the black topic has been the the thing of the week, <sighs> the debate of the week. Yeah, um, so we're gonna go talk about. You know, you guys have all heard about it. The Hogan has been reinstated in the Hall of Fame. So, um, I mean, I, and we're fa- okay. Again, we're fans and we're consumers. Um, but we're also black men who have been uh, our whole lives marginalized and minimalized. To just get over shit. Yeah. Um, so. Something uh, bad happens, get over it. Something bad happens to you, get over it. Just keep going. Oh, you're always talking about race. Oh, you're always, but oh, we, you're always complaining about but something. You we, know? Come, we come to wrestling for an escape. Like, you know, yeah. we, we deal with a lot of stuff as being people, period. And on top of that, we're black people. And not just black people, we're black men. Shout out to our black women who also have their other set of problems, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so we're just we we come to wrestling that has had their lineage of issues in racial um, stereotypes. Uh, we 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 bypass all of that to still engage within sometimes because we love it. Like I gotta tell you right now, I, I I don't remember a time when I didn't watch wrestling, but I do know that when I did watch wrestling for the first time. Hulk Hogan was my favorite guy. Nah, I can't I, never I had, say that. I, no, no, because I was a kid. I was like, man, I gotta, gotta know. I was like three years old when I started watching wrestling. So he was the guy. I had a Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy. That's the only reason why I think Hogan was my favorite guy, because I had a Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy growing up. And I don't remember thinking to myself, oh, Hulk Hogan's my favorite guy. But he was the John Cena of the era, and I was a kid at the time. So he was my favorite guy at the time, you know. So he definitely resonated, and he... I wanted to see him win, you know, and I, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Hulk Hogan, you know, face IRS and beat him or face Ted DiBiase and beat him or face Ultimate Warrior and beat him. That was my feeling as a kid growing up. Then seeing him with the NWO, like, oh, Hulk Hogan's so cool, you know? Seeing him face The Rock, I'm like, oh, my God, Hulk Hogan's coming back. I've been a Hulk Hogan fan 
my, my I've, 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 I've definitely gravitated towards this guy and I've had a connection with him to the point where I'm like, yo, he's partially black. You know, you're wearing do-rags, you know, you're you over here rocking the bandana. Yo, you, I thought he really fucked with us, you know? So hearing the words come out of his mouth and hearing the things he said, it affected me, you know? I, I definitely see somebody who I looked at as somebody who in a wrestling business is a hero, is a trailblazer. There is no, like New Day, I think Kuva Kingston like put out a statement for New Day. And he says there is no talking about wrestling without talking about Hulk Hogan. There is no, there, you can't, you can't mention without mentioning him. So to hear him say those things, and it's like, oh man, so you, so you're not somebody who really fucks with us. You're not somebody who, if you're gonna say those things. But at the end of the day, here's something I really do know: is that a lot of white people use the N word behind closed doors, you know. And it was a tape thing, and he didn't know it was taped. And I kind of put it in my back of my mind, like, you know what? Let me let it slide, cause I, cause I want to let it slide. Like I have an urge to. But at the end of the day, looking at the the facts. And the history of the guy and the history of the wrestling business is like, how do you let it slide? How do you then just eat it again? Eat somebody just being racist and eat somebody using harsh language towards a demographic and just say, you See, know what? It's okay. Of, the thing about it is, is that we're walking hypocrites. We, we are. We just live. And this is a wrestling podcast, but we are two black men that just live in a society where... Um, we just have to pick and choose, right? Uh-huh. Um, Donald Sterling, you know, he uses racial tones when he's secretly recorded and he has to sell his team. Now, the hurtful thing for him is that he has to sell his team and he can't be a part of this club of owning an NBA team. But he just profited $2 billion off of saying something racial. Yeah. You know, Jerry's, that's the NBA. That's the world that, we but live that, in but, but Jerry, that, that's the NBA. Jerry, that's, that's entertainment. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it in the box as far as entertainment goes and, and the things that we would sacrifice to, con, to, to, to kind of... Pass things over. Um, the NFL, Jerry Richardson, sexual assault and al- allegations, and he has to sell his team another two billion dollars. You know what I mean? And he he can't be in that club, mm-hmm. but he he in you know these are the things that we compromise as f- to you know what I mean um, for for entertainment purposes, and we can't forget that the that the McMahon's are not in the Trump administration. Yeah. You know we can't not forget that. Um, there's only been one African American WWE champion in in history. Uh-huh. Uh, we can't not pay attention that when the picture of New Day and Sasha and Rich Swan that had black excellence caused the controversy because they said black excellence when like nigga yeah black uh-huh. excellence you know what I mean there's, no, like, there's nothing wrong with that you know and be, be, and you know like what if they said white excellence well white excellence is Everywhere around us, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for, it, it, and, and it's for, like it's like I, I equate it to like having uh, you know, let's say you have uh, somebody who's special needs and they accomplish something very great. You're like oh my god, great, you know. And then somebody's like, wait, what about me? I'm able bodied. What if I am able bodied and I want to go metal? It's like it's like, wait, what? It's like yeah, you're able bodied. Don't <laughs> we, we don't need to celebrate you. You haven't been. 
marginalized. You haven't been. You haven't struggled. You've yeah, been and, on top. Yeah, and and to say that the and 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 to that's a and unfortunately that's a great analogy. You know, people that are the people that are marginalized are handicapped. Yeah, they have so, been. So, they've been handicapped in, in society. In society and, and, and systemically, uh-huh. you know. Um, so to tie everything back into wrestling, when 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 we have that in real life, and then we go into an art form, which is wrestling, because wrestling is it's a production, it's a theater, it's entertainment. We, we we suspend disbelief as we would do for a movie or a cartoon or whatever the case may be. And 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 not so much is we Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea are are two different people, but they're the same person if that makes sense, right? And Terry Bollea made those comments. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I personally can't separate the artist from and, and, the art. And, I don't that I can't. I don't even like to fuck with Kanye right now. So I can't separate the artist from the art. And I understand that. Yeah. And, and so, so, so with that... When Hulk Hogan says something, Terry Bollea says something, I don't give a fuck who said it. It's him. Yeah. And at this point, I can say, you know what? Fine. Reinstate him to the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to participate in, and buy any of his merch. I'm not really fucking with him anymore. Well, well you got... And that's the thing. That's the dilemma because now people think this is the straw that broke the camel's back and people are canceling the network and uh, they're they're boycotting the WWE and like you know you know Vince McMahon doesn't care about black people and their Kanye West voice <laughs> and it's it's hard for me to follow that because the WWE network is that ten dollars a month literally does nothing to me or for me but provide an escape an escape and you know the thing about it is that it's something. That we honestly do love. Yes. We do love. We, we, it's something we, that yeah. we, we go to. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous. Up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Escape is something that we honestly have grown up loving. Um, And if we do boycott it, it would have to be every single black person you know, it has to be every single person. And, and you know, and, and it has to be other, and plus other people. You and, know, and, so and my ten dollars is not doing much to to help that. But so, I, and I'm not going to sacrifice. And maybe something. that is being hypocritical. And maybe that, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I know I'm a hypocrite, and that's the that's the that's the. But those are the those are the things we have to face as a black man. And that's we the thing. I, that I think constant, as people too, as pe- like as yeah. the, because I think generally, like Vince Vince knows he Vince knows morally. And we all know why. Like, they have one of the worst ratings in television history for his show. For over Raw 25 was Raw 25 years. Uh-huh. So, in 25 years, they had the lowest television rating. W- what do you do? To, what? And as soon as you as soon as you spike, 
as soon as you, as soon as you, as soon as they say Hulk Hogan is called back, stock prices stock up to eighty dollars. You know what I mean? So it's a reality. It's you know what I mean because Hulk Hogan, when you talk about wrestling, is wrestling. You know, um, there's no debating that. There's no debating that, man. So, um, it's you know, so when when it comes to what we do as far as the the con- the consuming and the and the the const. Kofi and New Day and Titus and and Mark Henry and and Booker T, um, kind of all are like, listen, man, this is what we do. You know, we've been growing up with this kind of stuff all our lives, and if we would have allowed that to bother us, or you wouldn't have made it. We yeah. wouldn't have. So when I look at them and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and watch SmackDown. I'm definitely gonna watch a New Day segment just so their numbers can come in. So it's a spike in mm-hmm. ratings or whatever the case may be. I'm gonna buy an extra box of Bootios. I'm gonna buy a T-shirt. I'm gonna get a Titus Royal slide. I'm gonna, you know, bring a Apollo Crew sign. I'll I'll do more. We're gonna highlight Book and Black and hashtag Book and Black just to kind of highlight the creative. And the 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 artists and uh-huh. the, you know I'm an editor so uh, you know behind the camera uh-huh. working you know I we think got, we that, gotta we be gotta part of the part of the the um the solution rather yeah. than you know rather and, than, and, than shit on yeah it shit on yeah. yeah we gotta if we if we see a problem within wrestling since we love it so much and we're gonna, we're consuming it anyways we're gonna start to promote positive black images and positive black stars and, and support. Positive, you know, just just black stars in general, just because, to see that because Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, in in aspect in general, and in, in, in the grand scheme of thing, Hulk Hogan wishes he was Titus O'Neil. You know what I mean? Like, and and what do you like, mean by that? As far as the role model that he is, the 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 community, okay. Like Hulk Hogan as a figure, his PR is not great. No, yeah. but no, no. We put we put Hulk like you said. We put Hulk Hogan on a pedestal because he said something on because something else was produced on television. As far as yeah, Vitamins exactly. and Say Your Prayers. Titus O'Neil is really in the trenches. No, Titus O'Neil Tampa, is, Florida. You Tyson know what I mean? is like, a really good person. He's no, in Ty, real life. No, uh, this is what I mean, I'm Tyson, saying. That Hulk Hogan wishes he... This is what I'm saying. He, as far as a human being... Yeah, I'm talking about... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, so with that, I will not kind of... Um, I, won't, I won't diminish what we've grown to love based off of what Hulk Hogan has built. You know what I mean? What Hulk Hogan has built as a foundation has allowed to what a New Day and a Titus and a Mark Henry and a Booker has become. So I am not going to not continue uh-huh. uh, with my support of that. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, a nigga still fought your daughter. So that's, all, that's that. that. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't a hundred million dollar black nigga either. <laughs> but I mean, but then so you know, um, and and I think I think having people uh, people in color uh, uh, as far as being uh, creative wise and production wise, uh, we will be able to kind of overcome these things further on. Absolutely, um, Hulk Hogan down the road uh, won't be. Uh, what Seth Rollins is, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think what Seth Rollins is socially, that's why LeBron James would be better than Michael Jordan. Exactly. Because of how he portrays himself socially in, in these activities. And, and generally, like that, I think so. that's why we, we have these things in life where we reach a point where we come to conflict and we grow from that conflict and we grow from that revelation that, hey, the things that we used to do mm-hmm. are not okay. Mm-hmm. And we just get better. And that's why I'm going to give WWE the pass to say, All right, you know what? They're, they're learning. They're learning. They're learning. And they're, to, to up, they're delayed. They're coming up with the times, but they're learning. And, and that's... And, and they're, listen, man, they're doing... A, WWE does a lot of great work. They're, you know, the BS star, the this, this, this Special Olympics. But now with this controversy, I would definitely like to see them and Hulk Hogan do more initiatives within the black community. Absolutely. So hopefully Titus and, and New Day and, and, and the black influencers um, in WWE are giving them ideas of how they can actually um, uh, reconstruct and kind of present themselves in a different light right. to kind of bring those people that they're losing back in because the people that left didn't want to, to leave. leave. You know what I mean? You I kind of gen- generally believe that. The mm-hmm. people that left didn't want to leave. People that, that watch wrestling, watch wrestling because they like wrestling. They love wrestling. Mm-hmm. The presentation of what wrestling is, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I think business-wise... That's what's going to take. It's going to take, like, Hogan to be honest... And not just, oh, I'm sorry. Exactly, yeah. He needs to actually go put work behind it. It's yeah. going to take work. It's not, it's not, not like not just one I, little apology. I didn't know I didn't get recorded. Like, yeah, for real. On, you do. Like, it doesn't matter. you got to go out there and not put the work in to show that you have learned from, from your mistake. And that's all there is to it. You know? You have some rehabilitating to do in our community. And that's the bottom line. So from business-wise, logic-wise, WWE, I think they will, they've, they're, like, with the May Young stuff. Soon as backlash came, uh, not May Young. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, 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 sh- oh, what is the? What was the Royal the the WrestleMania um, Royal Women's Royal Rumble going to be? Um, not May Young, but uh, who who was her? The fabulous Moolah. The Mo- Yes, the fabulous Moolah uh, classic, Royal. the Battle Royal. When when they oh. named that that they changed it because of the backlash yeah. that they got. Hopefully WWE learns from what they did and kind of jumps ahead of this and be like, hey, what can we do to kind of damage control, you know, PR wise, and to legitimately do it. You know what I mean? Like so, um I, I think for, for for a couple months to come, we would love to see that. I know I wouldn't want to see Hulk Hogan on TV right now. It's okay that he's reinstated, but I don't think I would like to see him on television. No. Please do um, not put him on don't television. Don't put him on TV. Uh-huh. Um, so we're not gonna don't end. put on the TV until you get a black champion. Have you, and maybe yeah, how about that? You give me, give me, give me Biggie as as WWE champion or Bobby Lashley, or Bobby Lashley, <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, all right, maybe like a year after that, then maybe I was like, all right, Hulk Hogan come back. I think you don't put on don't put on Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan shouldn't be on TV until WrestleMania. I think he should really be putting in work. He should no. really be trying to... Nah, I think he should be putting in work. I don't think WrestleMania is trying to bring him in. Yeah, right. He, I mean, he doesn't deserve WrestleMania, no, in I, my mind. I know he doesn't deserve it, but I'm saying... I know... Listen, the 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 ESPN alert that Hulk Hogan's been signed back wasn't necessary, right? Yeah, so, because, like, you know, it's a fictitious Hall of Fame, right? 
You say that a lot. It's a fictitious Hall of Fame, but it literally is a your whole career, and then you being honored for your whole career. I understand. And your job, I you know, so it's I, not I, fictitious. I, I, okay, you, you. I understand. I'll take that back. Yeah. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not real. Well, it, it, what sport, I'm, okay, but but, like, but, yeah. but I'm, what I'm saying is, Hall of Fames in general, right? So, and this is a tangent. It's not wrestling. T.O. is not going to be acknowledged at the Hall of Fame because he doesn't. he's not going to attend the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is not inducted into the Hall of Fame because he gambled on a game that you can legally gamble on, but you can't gamble on it if you're As in you're a game. player. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Hey, if I'm a manager and I call Diff- my boy C.T. to put a bet in for me. Different strokes for different folks. I understand. You know, and that's so, how and it is. And, that's how and there's stupid rules, you know how. And, but well, listen, you're talking about day, a Hall of Fame that just put. The Godfather in and Vader's not in. Bam Bam Bigelow's not in. You can't hash things over with Martha Hart to Mar- to put Owen Hart in. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't. I, I feel you. I feel you. I you know, know what I mean? mean? Like yeah. I'm, you just put in it's fucking not, hillbilly. Hill but this problem. Shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry to shit you. I'm sorry to shit you. I'm sorry to shit you. Hillbilly Jim. Right. So when you're giving me an ESPN alert, Coco beware, Coco be right. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna ESPN alert that Kawhi Leonard's just been traded to the Raptors and Hulk Hogan just been tra- reinstated to the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> One of these things aren't like the other, you know. What I mean? I feel you. So I feel you. but but uh, you know you know I feel you like but even in the NFL their Hall of Fame you got people like should this guy be in this for before this guy it happens all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna even mm-hmm. like front on mm-hmm. WWE with that. Mm-hmm. But let's just yaga kill this fucking yeah, conversation. Yeah, kill this conversation. Uh, uh, we love yeah. our black people. Shout out black people. Um, and Hulk Hogan, we not gonna say we don't love you. We just gonna say that you, you got some. We you got some rehabilitation to do. Like you, 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 you know what I mean. You're that uncle that does drugs and always want to come back to the barbecue. <laughs> you can't get a plate until we know that you're good. Like. <laughs> you you gonna have to go eat where you came from, my G. <laughs> Um, but yo, so we're gonna go ahead and end the show because we're an hour and a half in. But we're gonna go ahead and end the show and talk about something dope, and um, which was CT's first NXT full cell live experience yo. that he went to yesterday. Holy what? shit, dude, dude. Okay, <laughs> let me let me let me just start right now, like, and tell you guys there's not gonna be any spoilers. I don't want to put any spoilers. On our podcast. But follow us on Instagram, Reasonable yeah. Wrestling Podcast. You <laughs> on can catch Instagram, the there will be spoilers. <laughs> Facebook, no spoilers. YouTube, no spoilers. Twitter, no spoilers. No, Twitter is spoilers. Twitter is spoilers? Yeah. God damn it, Twitter, Twitter is spoilers. I just found out. Twitter is spoilers. <laughs> More to come, More. So if you want to just, um, our Facebook not going to be spoilers, our YouTube not going to be spoilers, our podcast won't be spoilerific. But... Our Instagram and Twitter will have those things when we go to shows on, let's say, MLW, NXT, WWE events. But, yeah, man, my first NXT was a hell of a show. Yeah, man. Just to see the, the production. I mean, we were right by the production booth. Yep. Yeah, uh, we, we had saw great seats. Great seats. Almost every great, almost every seat in the building is a great seat because it's NXT. And, and I was telling him before I got before we got got in there, I was like, "Yo, eventually they're gonna have to leave full cell. They're, they're gonna outgrow this this venue, you know." But we'll see what happens, you know. But um, they love that they love that place so um, much, man. I don't. This know. show was epic, man. It was so long. Four was it four hours? Four hours. Four dog. hours of wrestling. That that screen you see behind them when they walk down to the ring, yo, it's like 
HD, HD to the max, 4K, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's like a watching a movie screen. So when I got there and I'm sitting down and I'm getting these like chills, it feels like I'm about to watch the Avengers, you know, come out. It's like watching a, it's like watching a movie. Cause you know what? I'm a huge Marvel fan. If you guys don't know about it, when I, I get really hyped to go see the Avengers movies, and um, I get so super hyped and talking about it all the time. But I see the screen, and it's so on Alistair Black, Tommaso Ciampa, and Gargano, and it's so it's a huge screen. Like guys, it's huge, and everybody can see it. It's like watching a movie. And the, the only thing is that's different is that you're actually gonna get to see them come out and wrestle in front of you guys and actually see them perform. That's the difference. So I'm really, um, so I was really like, you know, frenetic. I'll be, the day before, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to NXT. My first one, I wasn't super excited, but when I started, when I got there, I was blown away. So the the, the matches. Uh, oh my the, God. The, oh, don't yo, spoil We're not anything. spoiling anything, but listen, okay, listen, we watch, we watch. Alistair versus Tomasa. We watched Alistair versus Johnny. We saw uh, the the Street Profits in action. We saw Tyler Bate in action. We saw Adam. He got to experience. Yo, you got to experience (laughs) the Adam Cole baby Baby. at NXT, and it is electric. Yo, electric man. I'm not gonna listen. I'm not bullshitting you. I'm telling you. Wrestling is a cult culture, right? So when you're there, you're there. And when you're there, you're there for a purpose. You're there for a reason. If you're a novice, you're only there as a novice because one of your friends is a legit fan. Uh-huh. So you're just and going. And when you're there as a novice, you get it. Like, you'll you see, see it, it and you'll immediately get it. Right. You're, even if you, you bring, bring, bring your girl, bring your boy, they don't know wrestling, fucking bring them to an NXT. Yo. You know, you want to see the first show until, like, you want to... Throw them right into the deep end with NXT. Yo, I'm yo, telling you, they will, gonna, they will fucking love it. it. Yo, and when he listen, we, we the show started at seven o'clock. The first music that started was "Shock the System," and those three hundred people flew out of their seats, <coughs> cheered, and when it was Adam Cole, we popped even louder mm-hmm. if that was possible. He does the boom on the ring apron. He comes in the ring. He drops his head down. He does the Adam Cole baby, and that's it. Yeah. You need a cigarette. It's beat, sex. Beat by beat. <laughs> it's sex. <laughs> beat by beat, uh, NXT just produced so well, and it's so intimate that the crowd. Yes. So it's so intimate. So you're close to the ring. You're seeing. Yeah. You have good shots, good yeah. seats, and you see them. You see their face. You see their moves. Close up, it's just unreal, you yeah. know. Um, I've been at WWE events, you know. I've been to you know big you know arenas like Madison Garden. I've been to you know the that's all Coliseum. I being at Full Sail was and and I've been at you know Independence MLW. Being at Full Sail was something different. It was mm-hmm. a different beast, mm-hmm. and it blew me away. And it was it was it was. I want to say so many things right now, bro, but I don't want to spoil anything. It was four hours of. An emotion, like when I tell, like that's what that's what wrestling. I listen to In This Corner podcast, and I'm gonna continue to put Brian Campbell, Adam Silverstein over because those those are the guys I listen Uh to. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but shout out to OG Johnny and Mel's TV as well. I gotta put my guy the A Show over two black guys. Um, when I listen to um, In This Corner, they're always talking about NJ, NJW. Uh, NJPW? N, NJ, yeah, okay, you got me on that one. 
Um, and you know they and 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 Mel's and them they talk and Johnny they talk about them as well. We don't talk too much about them and and the atmosphere and the match quality and stuff like that 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 New Japan puts on. NXT gives me that independent feel mm-hmm. in house. You know what I mean? Like I don't know who has a post. I think it may be a collective feel. I know Triple H knows a lot, yeah. obviously, because he signs Absolutely. these guys. He has he has an idea. But the feel, the storyline, um, the like bro. It's a perfect blend between mainstream and indie. It's a perfect blend to the point where you get production value. That's yes, like the production mainstream value, production yes. value. Yes. With indie quality wrestling yes. and, and, and style and storytelling. Style, yeah. It's unreal, man. It's that's why I say um NXT is my baby. It's the it's NXT is the hardcore wrestling show. You know, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you're you're fucking with NXT and that's it. You know, this just that's that's where you get your um your that that's what that's your drug. You know, that's what says you want to shoot up to your veins. It's NXT. That's that's that pure heroin. You know, that's NXT right there. Um, and with that being said, um, I think that NXT will outshine SummerSlam. And with that being Again. said, I am buying tickets to Brooklyn. I'm going. So, we will try to do a live, remote, NXT vlog, vlog uh, SummerSlam weekend show. I think we're not going to SummerSlam. That's too expensive. We're not. <laughs> but <laughs> so we now. will go to Raw and we will go to SmackDown. <laughs> Yeah. Um. I think we're. I think we're gonna. We're gonna try. We're gonna grind and get our stuff together, and uh, we're gonna be able to take two days off of work and stay in New York on a Monday and a Tuesday, so we can go to Raw, so we can go to SmackDown, because SummerSlam Raw. Uh, Raw at the SummerSlam is always fire. I went to the Absolutely. one last year, and the SummerSlam uh, SmackDown out there because John Cena came back last year. Braun beat up Brock last year. Do they do debuts just, on the SummerSlam? I mean, the Raw after. SummerSlam? I don't. Uh, I think we do get debuts, and I think what will happen. Didn't Oscar debut after SummerSlam? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, I think that happened. Yeah. So and then she relinquished the title on NXT or yeah. something like that. So I um I think I'm gonna go ahead and get tickets for NXT um next week. Uh I found them on 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 Grubhub or Ticketmaster for like twenty seven dollars or something. Uh, Probably not Grubhub. Stub up, stub up, stub up. Okay. Uh sorry, stub up. If you wanna be a sponsor, pay me so I can know your name, okay? Uh, I'm like, what? And Grubhub. I'll know your name. Pay me if you want me to continue. Yeah. <laughs> um I found tickets for like $26, So I probably I might as well just grab them now, man. I mm-hmm. got I got twenty five bucks. I might as well just go ahead and grab them yeah. now so I can assure myself that I'm going to Brooklyn mm-hmm. and then work on Raw and stuff later. But um I think we're gonna try NXT Brooklyn. I think they're from what we saw at the taping. It's gonna be what late. I'm gonna tell you is this card may be Stacked. one of the best cards of is I went to I went to WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, I did go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I went to NXT Brooklyn uh, Takeover and New Orleans, and I went to WrestleMania. That WrestleMania card was good. Wait, WrestleMania or, or Brooklyn? I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Takeover, 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 takeover was good. Takeover wasn't good. Take- it was better than good. Okay, almost every okay. match on that. Okay, okay. okay. but, okay. but what ahead. I'm telling you is, 
what we saw as buildup for NXT Brooklyn 4 is going to be better. I hope you're right. What do you mean? We saw it. I we, know, but here's the thing. The funny thing about it is, like, I always doubt NXT. Like, no, oh, they can't. They can't what? top the last show. Yo, they can't top the last no. show, and they always do it. No. And right no. now, my top show is the New Orleans NXT show because no. that was like every I don't single know. Philadelphia. And Chicago they were not a down both. show, the down match in that Sh- show. Chicago and Philadelphia are. Up They're there both were really good, you know. So, god damn. So yeah, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. You know, um, there's always a shocker. We got to see Keith Lee. No, oh gosh, yes. Yo, oh, funny. God. So, we we no, saw like, Limitless, the Keith Lee. Um, well, you know, basking in his, his glory. glory. You know what I mean? Um, like, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he he does in Brooklyn. But um, let's just wrap it right there before I say any more spoilers. No, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up by saying uh, we're recording live um, right now on Thursday. Um, it is uh, July 19th, and my parent company that I work for, MLW, is hosting their very first live event in New York City. Shout out, in MLW, Queens, man. New York right now at uh, the Melrose Ballroom. And um, it, it it's a big thing. Um, I will probably be editing that show sometime. So, Greeny, send me the footage. Shout out to Court. Shout out to MSL. Shout out to Bruce Pritchard as one of our producers. Tony Schiavone is our announcer. Rich Bukini, a.k.a. Rich Brennan, who was mm. also the commentator on NXT Brooklyn 1 mm. with Corey Graves and Brian Saxon. He was, right? Yeah. Oh, so, snap. Yeah, so, he I mean. Was on the, Ray, yo, like, he so, was, oh, wow. WWE. Uh, he w, on staff, uh, yeah. yeah, so, MLW right now. I just want to give a shout out. So, make sure if y'all have BN Sports or find BN Sports, um, they will be posting this or airing this particular battle riot on BN Sports on July 27th. This is my cheap plug for my company. Uh, BN Sports MLW July 27th is on a Friday. It's going to be a two-hour special. It's going to be a 40-man battle riot. Uh, John Hennigan versus Loki. Uh, Joey Ryan versus MJF. Uh, Pentagon, Phoenix, Shane Strickland, Sammy Callahan, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc. I mean, the card is stacked. Uh, so make sure you guys watch it. And every week, be in sports. And it's also on YouTube. Search MLW. Um, that's my cheap plug right there for yeah. the week. Um, so right now, I think we're at like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. I'm high and I'm hungry. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up so I can catch Burger King before they close. h and H. Or Zaxby's. Fuck that. I'm about to go treat myself. Man, you, you, just, you just plugging mad shit right now. Yo, we about to get paid by somebody. <laughs> God damn it. Plugging mad shit. Um, I'm drinking <laughs> goddamn now. Um, um, yeah, so. Um, Who cleared these freaking plugs? Who <laughs> cleared uh, the sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, thank you guys for joining thank us. Thank you guys so uh, much. Thank you guys once again. This is Reasonable Wrestling, episode nine. 
Uh, please, please, please follow us on Twitter, uh, RW Podcast One. Uh, please follow us on and like us um, on SoundCloud and YouTube. Reasonable Wrestling Podcast is the name. We also are on Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. You can find us anywhere with our name. Uh, other than Twitter, which is again at RW Podcast One. Um, thank you again, Reasonable Wrestling, hashtag Reasonable Wrestling, CT and Chris. We are the up and coming podcast kings, okay? The tag team champions. We are the champions. <laughs> <laughs> we are these champions. Hulk Hogan, we come up for you, nigga. <laughs> That's Andrade. I'm imitating Andrade imitating Booker T. Uh, and on that note, uh, we are going to go ahead and uh, see you guys next week. Thank you again. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Gotta hit that two step. <laughs> We're gonna leave that in there. <laughs> Fuck y'all, <out>, nigga. <laughs> this year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.